1: Welcome to the New Books Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of New Books Network. This is Mortezo Hajizadeh, your host from Critical Theory Channel. Today, I'm honored to be talking to Dr. Arya Aryan again. Uh, Dr. Arya Aryan is an assistant professor in English literature. He received his PhD in postmodern contemporary literature and medical humanities from Durham University in the UK. He also car- uh, carried out a postdoctoral research fellowship at the University of Tübingen in Germany. His research interests are postmodernism, contemporary literature, and medical humanities. He's the author of several articles and books, including the post-war novel and the death of the author. And we have a podcast on this book on our channel. And today we'll be talking about uh, his second book, uh, The Postmodern Representation of Reality in Peter Ackroyd's uh, Chatterton. Arya welcome uh, to our channel
0: hi mortesa thank you very much for the opportunity i'm very happy to be hosted by you
1: great to have you here again and we're excited to learn more about peter Aykroyd. i guess before the interview i told you that i before uh, before i came across this book that you sent to me i never heard the name P- peter Aykroyd and i kind of feel embarrassed so before talking about the book, can you tell us a little about Peter Aykroyd, who he is, what his famous works are, and then how this project, this book, came about?
0: Yeah, that's a um, good, actually, place to start with. Um, I came to know Peter Aykroyd when I was an MA student, when I was working um, through my research on postmodernism. So Peter Ackroyd is an, um, a wonderful one. writer postmodernist, especially for his his, uh, historiographic, metafiction works like Chatterton itself, Uh, this novel, and Hawks, these are the best uh, novels by Peter Aykroyd. Um, The things he's very much preoccupied with um, could be originality, uh, authenticity, the role of the author, um, what is copy, what is parody, you know, all these mostly he's occupied with narrative techniques, so this particular novel, Chatterton, uh, could exemplify his uh, most, you know, ambitious uh, preoccupations and concerns with fiction and theories of fiction. His works are um, very, you know, theoretical. It includes uh, so many theories from Plato to to the present moment. Um, And how I came to know, uh, I mean, how I came up with this idea, it was during my MA thesis, actually. I turned my MA thesis into this book, into a monograph. So during that time, I felt a need for a book which would explicate postmodernism, as it is a very complex and difficult, you know, uh, period to grasp, uh, like the uncertainty principle or the double slit experiment in quantum mechanics. So Richard Feynman, the famous physicist, once said, "If you think, I'm um, quoting." If you think you understand quantum mechanics, you don't understand quantum mechanics. Um, The same with postmodernism and postmodern theories due to the paradoxical self-contradictory logic. uh, There are great books written on postmodernism, however, and I've used most of them in the book. However, they're either too theoretical, this is what I felt um, some years ago, um, or kind of uh, a bit too difficult especially for non-native undergrad and postgraduate students and uh, therefore i try to make it as comprehensive as possible and offer a basic understanding of postmodernism a kind of handbook to understand these other novels uh in the same fashion such as john fowle's novels or peter Ackroyd's other novels like oxmoor um so I would say that the book's primarily designed for, uh, to help undergrad, undergraduate students, and postgraduate students um, to have a better understanding of postmodern fiction, especially historiographic metafiction, and the postmodern perspective towards artistic representation or referentiality, and aims to answer the question whether a literary work is able to refer to an external reality or is it auto referential just referring to itself as an artifact, or is it both? So I've decided, uh, I've, I've dedicated um, the first chapter to some important uh, common narrative techniques used in postmodern fiction, uh, such as what is historiographic bit fiction? Uh, what is representationality, or anti-representationality? What is the concept of heterocosm? Uh, what about paratextuality, parody, self-reflexivity? does concept of underasia. So I've tried to bring all these concepts all together, uh, put shortly and clearly, um, to be able to help undergrad and postgraduate students. Mm.
1: Uh, by the sound of it, it sounds like a very exciting project. Because I remember when I was an undergrad myself, it was extremely difficult to to, to kind of get a get an understanding of these terms. I mean, there were books, there were dictionary or encyclopedic entries but these terms are really really uh amorphous and i was desperate looking for a book that could just give me you know uh, a kind of a dummies version of, uh, of i don't know introduction like uh postmodernism for, for what is the name of those books uh for dummies, dummies or whatever for it dummies. is yeah. yeah dummies guide to something whatever yeah and i guess uh even from experience i realized that such books that kind of capture a literature review are the perfect entry for even undergrad students because they give you like the main theories, they give you a definition of the main ideas. Um, You have, you just named a number of different terminologies. So a lot of people have heard of modernism. They know what it is, they don't know what it is. Tell us what, how you define postmodernism in this context. And then in the book, you also come up with another concept heterocosmic that I have never heard of. So uh, you've argued that postmodernism is heterocosmic. Walk us through that place. Yeah. Postmodernism is already difficult enough.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is already. Uh, One of the most challenging, you know, tasks is to define postmodernism because it's kind of like, you know, impossible. However, put shortly, it is the incredulity towards metanarratives, as Lerthart said. Uh, However, in this book, I've tried to delineate it in terms of um, three sectors or sections: Um, a historical period um, after the Second World War, in terms of theory, including the writings of Jacques Derrida, Michel Foucault, and Roland Barthes, for example, and in terms of arts and literature, which is exemplified in um, Chatterton, the novel written by Peter Ackroyd. This third category. Uh includes writers such as Thomas Fincham, uh, John Fowles, Don DeLillo, Salman Rushdie, Robert Cooper, Margaret Atwood, and Peter Ackroyd um, and under a plethora of titles such as Magic Realism, um, Histographic Metafiction, Hysterical Realism, uh, Fabulation, Metafiction itself. So and, and in this group, mainly focused on postmodernism in fiction and how it works out the concepts of representationality of reality, meaning, originality, autonomy, authenticity, uh, via experimental narrative techniques used in metafiction and historiographic, specifically historiographic metafiction. So post these postmodernist works... Uh, stand at odds with the intellectualism and elitism of modernist esoteric high art on one hand and traditional theories of art and storytelling on the other so they contest artistic representation prescribed by realism uh, as well as universalizing concepts of liberal humanism in favor of self-conscious self-contradictory self-reflexive Paradoxical and popular esoteric works, which is paradoxical. Uh, both postmodern theory and art or fiction aim to decenter, um, denaturalize, detotalize, and problematize meta-narratives or grand narratives upon which um, we have grounded our thoughts and assumptions. And among these meta-narratives, are the idea of representation of reality, art meaning originality and autonomy of art. Now, uh, to, to the question of heterocosm, um, the term means a separate or alternative world. So, therefore, what I call heterocosmic fiction, like Chatterton by Peter Ackley, um, creates an alternative imaginary world where the text, Makes references to itself, self reflexively, and paradoxically to an external reality simultaneously. So it does both. Uh, for that purpose, I've begun by expanding on a tragic tree of uh, representationality of art and literature chronologically. Uh, the notion of artistic representation or mimesis is mostly associated with Plato and Aristotle as expressed in his Poetics. And he argues that the, the nature of art is mimetic. Uh, this mimetic or representational, or you could also call it referential view of art, implies that a work of art is a represent, representative of the outside reality. It means it can refer to an outside world as an imitative representation of the real world. Uh, in that light, art is viewed as a small world. Or microcosm, reflecting an, ex- um, an outside larger uh world of reality, which is referred to as macrocosm. Yet uh the anti-referentiality uh view, anti-referential view of art, which is mostly associated with uh modernist, especially the avant-garde movement, aims to break from the external world, the outside world, and previous conventions. So practitioners and supporters of the view instead aim at creating a work of art which is autonomous, auto-referential, by constantly killing the illusion of a realism. So they reject any possibility of the work's representationality and consider a literary work or any work of art as autonomous. So, in modernism, there is this emphasis on autonomy and self sufficiency self-sufficiency of art. Uh, in this book, I've argued that postmodern fiction, uh, especially historiographic metafiction, is heterocosmic. And hetero meaning uh, other or different. And microcosm, which is a small or complete word and can represent a larger one. So, it denotes another or alternative world complete world, and mainly refers to a world that the literary work creates in the process of artistic creation, uh, which, while referring to itself, can simultaneously refer to the outside or external world paradoxically. Uh, This other or alternative world is created through fictive reference, which are constructed within the text by artistic strategies and techniques. And um, this world is governed by a set of rules created in the process of artistic instruction, which should be acknowledged by the reader.
1: Uh, thank you. That was a very good and comprehensive response to this. Now, I'm kind of curious to you know why you you have paid special attention to this novel, Chatterton, by Peter Ackroyd. What is particular about this novel that you have chosen?
0: Um, that's a good uh, question, actually. It's, it's because of the novel itself. You know, the novel covers a wide variety of con- concepts with which postmodernism is preoccupied um, such as i named a few before like meaning, originality, authenticity, um, you know, what is the nature of art, representationality. Um, this is not exclusive of this novel. However, it exemplifies you know, all these um, the, the kind of like preoccupation with all these concepts. The novel revisits, rethinks, and reconsiders as a past historical, cultural, artistic uh, conventions, including those of romanticism, the Enlightenment, artistic realism, as well as modernism. So in this sense, um, it is a very comprehensive novel, um, a masterpiece, I would say. Because it just covers a long, you know, historical period or different periods. So it deals with three stories at three different historical periods, which are all interconnected. Uh, the first is the 18th century, which deals with the story of Thomas Chatterson, the famous poet, uh, the father of, of Romanticism, the 19th century, the story of George Meredith, who was a poet, and Henry Wallace, who was a Pre-Raphaelite painter. And the 20th century, which is the current in the novel, um, the story of a fictional character called Charles. So all revolve around um, one event, and that's the death of Thomas Chatterton. But the novel offers three different uh, interpretations of the same event and supports each version with evidence, different pieces of evidence. So most of the novel is fraught with lines and quotations from Precursor writers like T.S. Eliot um, and also Chatterton, Thomas Chatterton himself. This revisiting the past is with critical thinking, though, uh, providing an opportunity for the writer to reconsider all the previous conventions. Conventions of the past, including artistic, philosophical ones, and ideas such as artistic autonomy, originality, the concept of genius, and the self. Um, It points out the paradoxes of self-referentiality while it simultaneously creates a heterocosmic world, as I mentioned before, That is, it refers to an external reality and to itself uh, at the same time while contesting both. So it keeps challenging what it presents constantly, and it also delineates the text, meaning granting processes. Uh, and creates this heterocosmic work through self reflexivity, uh, through self reflexively revealing the uh, narrative techniques and strategies.
1: And uh, another interesting part of your work is your discussion of other postmodernists, such as Paul, the man parts, and Derrida, and how uh, they have been preoccupied and sort of obsessed with romanticism and its legacies. It uh, would be great if you could elaborate on that point
0: yeah that that's a good question thank you um another reason why i've chosen to analyze this novel because uh it focuses or it gives a special attention to the romantic period It speaks of the legacies and what romanticism is associated with uh the humanist concept of the self truth individuality originality genius which is uh, embodied in thomas chatterton himself as the you know a man of high genius uh, acclaimed and praised by many other romanticists like John Keats. they dedicated uh, poems and stanzas to this figure, uh, and also artistic expressionism. So uh, this particular period um, is associated with the expressionist view of art, you know, the famous the spontaneous overflow of powerful feelings, which implies that language is a medium, a tool to express the poet's direct, unmediated feelings thoughts and emotions this itself implies and postulates an intending a thinking person uh behind a work of art who does the act of thinking feeling um experiences right prior to the production of art so there is a time period before and after the work um the novel challenges such assumptions reminding roland bart's famous dictum that every text is eternally written here and now so there is no uh, before and after it questions the possibility of intention and therefore if there is no intention then there is no intending person behind the the text then there is no before and after Um, so the idea that the text is capable of expressing this individuality or the personal eye of the writer is Totally questioned in this uh, novel. So it's not like I think or I feel, therefore, I am. Um, there is no such a kind of uh, assumption in this novel. It's totally questioned um, through different techniques.
1: And uh, can you talk about how this novel that you discuss uh, chances on how, how, how does it problematize representation of reality? Just something you talked about earlier about. Uh, the idea of literature, trying to represent reality out there. But can you talk about how the novel problematizes this, this idea? Uh,
0: the answer is actually what makes up much of the book. Um, but just shortly, it the novel shows that representation is a matter of or the consequence of artistic and narrative techniques and strategies. Uh, it suggests that both reality um and it's a critique of fabricated fictional and constructed in a process and postmodern fiction uh, such as this one is very well aware of this and makes it explicit to the reader and it reveals all the meaning granting processes techniques and strategies in the construction of an artistic work as well as non-fiction such as biography and history all constructed Um, nothing is natural and given to be found. For that reason, it starts with uh, the biography of Chatterton and blends history with fiction. So historical, real, then becomes fictional, and the fictional becomes real and historical, making this uh, representation of reality problematic.
1: And one more final question is about uh, the concept of meaning. How is meaning viewed in postmodernism? And I'm and you know it's it's kind of a very sensitive issue because a lot of people are kind of accusing postmodernism of destroying the foundation of western civilization because they they claim that it's it doesn't really believe in, in any in any solid foundation or reality let's say but how's how does postmodernism view meaning and it would be great if you could kind of relate it to the novel that uh, you discuss especially in this novel that you have discussed in your book
0: yeah uh, the novel tries to show that meaning is a matter of discourse and text it's a textual phenomenon or a textual product in other words um it's not an entity to be found or discovered in the text it's not the god-like um uh Got the message which was put by God author or the Godlike author in the text, but it's constructed in a process. Also, um, from a postmodern perspective, there is no final, ultimate meaning. There are multiple meanings, so the novel delays arriving at a determinate final meaning. Um, as it reflexively suggests and reveals that history and biography, like history and biography of uh, Thomas Chatterton, Henry Wallace, and George Meredith, are actually a uh, superimposition of meaning upon a given event. So that's why the event in this novel is the death of Thomas Chatterton, and three possible explanations or versions of this event are, are offered. And these three possible explanations are actually the meanings we attach to a single event an objective event through writing history the way we write history attaches and gives meaning to a certain event that's the idea so the idea of objective meaning is nothing but an illusion as the novel suggests um it's the novel is interspersed with different narratives voices and meanings so that it remains unfinished and the reader is undecidable which one is true which one is not so at some point the narrator says i'm quoting if you trace anything backwards trying to figure out cause and effect or motif or meaning there is no real origin or anything everything just exists everything just exists in order to exist End quote. So an event just exists, uh, but meaning is what we construct and give to it in the process of writing. And That could be fiction, that could be history, biography. And overall, like many other postmodernist texts, this one offers multiplicity of meanings rather than one single truth meaning, which are um, exemplified in the three different narratives or narrations of, or accounts of the death of Thomas Chatterton. And as this novel suggests, meaning is not a final product, but a process. Um, This meaning as a process status is extended throughout the novel, and in that light, history and biography are viewed as a human construct, a creation, an artifact, and therefore fictional. Uh, Rather than presenting a monolithic, single-godlike, authoritative voice, uh, the novel provides a set of contradictory voices and meanings which can test each other just like what Bart said uh, that a text is a multi-dimensional space in which a variety of writings none of them original blend and clash
1: Dr. Aryan, thank you very much uh, for speaking with us and introducing Peter Aykroyd, at least to me, whom um, i mean I'd never heard of it before, as I said before, coming across your book. So thank you very much for accepting our invitation and speaking about this book.
0: And thank you very much. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Have a lovely time.